going on? We are back, everybody. Happy single day, Mayo. Happy single day, Mayo. Welcome to another episode of the Talk My Credo podcast. I'm your boy Dante here with my fam in the building. KT, what's going on, girl? Happy single day, Mayo. Amen. Amen. Listen. So, how many shots of tequila have you thrown back today? Oh, none. I'm on diet. I can't stray too far away. Oh, I already had tacos. No. Okay. All right. Well, technically, I haven't backed up any tequila shots or anything because I was at work throwing packages and sorting letters and selling stamps. And I'm drinking juice and yeah, eating my I kids' was at fruit work snacks. Too. Yeah. So, you know. It's not a federal holiday, so the post office don't don't give two fucks about uh my my drinking desires, even if I wanted to. Um but other and than I that, can't you know don't be throwing nothing back talking to people about their retirement. So like <laughs> listen, just buy whatever you want. <laughs> just I would imagine not giving good retirement Talking advice. to people about their investment <laughs> elections or they want to take out a loan from their 401k. I can't, I can't, nah. You know, you know what? This is an, uh, uh, the perfect investment for you, sir. Rent them spoons. Rent them. <laughs> Just... <laughs> Rent them spoons. All right. So, but. <laughs> But yo, we appreciate y'all tapping back in. Uh, this is episode 81. We are getting up in there. Um, talk to P. Shaw before the pod. P. Shaw is doing good. He's in good spirits. Um, and, you know, he just wishes, uh, just sends nothing but love and, and support our way into the listeners' way. I know y'all been asking, where's P. Shaw? You know, we got some things he need to take care of. So, and he'll be back as soon as he can. But, uh, but yeah, we got it's it's been a while. We took a little break trying to, you know, figure some things out. That that whole niching thing. And uh I've been I've been making myself uncomfortable, if you will. I've been uh this I've been doing this networking thing and I don't like it. I don't like it. I realize as I do this networking thing just how much I do not like people. And it's like you know, I, I've come across some now. I've come across some really good people, some some dope people, some people that uh, I've actually agreed to do some collaborations with. So, you know, shout out to the late uh, Night Flight podcast. Um, really dope, really dope content. So y'all go check them out. Um, and shout out to it's just just a lot of other shout out to TK. She has her podcast. So I, I came across some really nice people, but I've also come across a lot of assholes. And I'm like, you know what? You're just a waste of my time. Like you, you're a waste of my time. Um, I've had quite a few people, even since the since we've done this pod, that has hit me up, like, hey, you know, we I would like to do a collaboration. I love your stuff, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, all right, cool. You know, I check you out. All right, cool. I can feel your content, this, that, and the third. Yeah, let's work together. And then you know, I'll send them maybe like an ad or something of, you know, just kind of talking about the podcast is that in the third. And you know me, I'm like an overachiever. So I, you know, I do the whole producing thing and, and this, that, and the third, and I send it and I'll, I'll send you the, the advertisement uh, after the pod, but then they'll, they listen to it. And then literally I hear nothing from them. Or one person tells me, Hey, do you think you can kind of 
you know, water it down a little bit. And I was like, what, what do you mean water it down? This sounds like a radio commercial type of thing. But anyway, um, I'm not liking the networking thing. You know, I, I'm I'm using the silver lining with some of the, the connections I've made, the guest appearances that I am being requested to do. But man, this is a lot of work. <laughs> Just, I want to go back to the old school. Take me back to the olden days where it's just, it's the field of dreams method. If you build it, they will come. That's what I want to do. I don't want to have to interact with these people. These people suck. Okay. All right. Rant's over. All right. So we got a lot to go over. So KT, I want to, I want to play a game. So um, this is an old game that we used to play on Talk My Credo way back when we first started this thing. And I say way back as if it wasn't just like a year ago. But anyway, um, when we first started this thing, there was a game we called uh, Doper Doodoo. Basically, hit you with a, a news topic or an instance that's happened in the world, and you let me know if what has happened, if it's dope or if it's doo-doo. And normally, it, it, it's signified by either it's dope or it's doo-doo. This is doo-doo, baby. All right, you ready? All right. You ready to play? Are you ready? Are you um, ready? I mean, I, I don't think I have a choice. <laughs> nope, you sure don't. <laughs> you don't have a choice at all. I'm a all little right. nervous. So listen, it's nothing to be nervous about. Watch, it's going to be really easy. You're going to be like, what? Really? That's it? All right. First one. Terry Crews wants his black card back. And I read a, mm. a nice little article. So Terry Crews apologizes for Black Lives Matter tweets. So too little, too late. But anyway. you know, but this is what he says. You know, his, he he put some controversial tweets for those who may need a recap of what Terry Crews did and why he may want his black card back. You know, at the height of the Black Lives Matter movement in 2020, advocates and opponents made themselves known on social media. The internet battleground of opinions regarding social justice saw everyone from average users to some of the biggest celebrities in the world speak up and share their thoughts. One celebrity who opinion on BLM caused a bit of controversy was Terry Crews who released a series of tweets that caused many to question his allegiance to the movement. One of them went along the lines of um, defeating white supremacy without white people creates black supremacy. Like it or not, we're all in this together. Y'all remember that? <laughs> but then, wait, there's more. He doubles down and he says, you know, um, uh, what, what what was the other one? He doubled down and and it, it was just like, oh, oh, yo, you you with the spice spice. But anyway, um, oh yes, here's how he, he doubled down with this tweet. He says, any black person calling me a coon and Uncle Tom for promoting equality is a black supremacist because they have determined who is black and who isn't. Oh, and then he says another one. He throws some more spice out there in his tweets. And he said, you know, um, you know, the great thing about not being invited to the cookout is you don't have to drink the Kool-Aid. <laughs> so, you know, so people was rightfully so going at his neck because he's he was a fucking idiot. But now he has seen the error of his ways. So he admits the timing of the tweets was wrong. So he says, I just wanted peace. He sat down with Trevor Noah. And, uh, you know, he's he's has an enlightenment. He's has a, a you know, he's has a change of heart. He said, I just wanted peace. And I guess it goes back to my approval. I just had a need for approval. It went back to that. And again, it was a mistake. And it was a mistake to tweet that out at the time. 
The need is for us as a people to actually come together is really, really, really what this country is, what this country needs because it's our country. We died and fought and I'm not giving away. This is our inheritance. And I am sorry for tweeting that. So also to give a bit of news while he was on Trevor Noah, he was also promoting his new book. So KT, is it dope that Terry Crews has apologized for dumbass tweets or is it doo-doo? This is doo-doo, baby. <laughs> this is doo-doo, baby. <laughs> Woo! Now I did I did the suffering where I um I watched this entire interview. It was a 20-minute interview. And it was wild. It was wild. I mean, he basically he went with Trevor Noah to promote this book. He has a new book called Tough. The, the journey of something, something, something. And he's basically talking about this book and he was just trying to get black people back on his side. He's trying to get his black card back and be like, oh, I made a mistake, guys. I just, uh, I, I had this, you know, this dire need of approval. I needed people to approve of me and I needed to be accepted by people. And I was so angry and la, 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 la. Um, let's, let's, let's correct that. Accepted by white people. Talk about it. There we go. Yep. And that and that was the point. Yeah, there. accepted by white people. That's that's what he had the need. Yep. Or the desire for. But, and if you really Terry, Mr. Terry Cruz, if you really see the error of your ways, congratulations, sir. Because you can't deny your permanent tan, sir. Like you Unlike your wife, your wife could probably pass. But you, my uh -huh. good sir, cannot. Uh -huh. Not at all. And everywhere you go, even though you you present yourself as the, you know, goofy, oh, good-natured black man. Yep. Still black, nigga. Still black. And, He's still black. And that's basically so, that. So he, here's why I say that. This is doo doo, baby. Maybe he, maybe he went through uh, uh, a rude awakening and found Paul out Mooney. that he was still black, even though he uh, hosts uh -huh. America's Got Talent, which is like the whitest show on television. Yeah, th th so, this um, is what Paul Mooney would call, uh, in the words of Paul Mooney. <laughs> A nigga wake up call. So maybe that's what happened. He got his nigga wake up call. Maybe. But but yeah. this but this is but even still <coughs> this is why I call this doo-doo. Because one, you came out with this quote unquote apology on your book promotion tour. You literally sat down with Trevor Noah to talk about your book and wanting people to buy your book and to make sure that I can try to get as many sales as I can on this book. Now you want to make this quote-unquote apology. No. This is doo-doo, baby. This is doo-doo. All right. So moving on. Listen. Number two. Doper doo-doo. Tropicana introduces a cereal that is made for orange juice. So for you orange juice OJ lovers out there and, you know, you wondered, why can I have my Frosted Flakes with orange juice? It just doesn't taste the same. But now 
your prayers have been answered. Tropicana has now a cereal that you can now pour your orange juice with. KT, what do you think? Is that dope or is that doo-doo? It's doo-doo, baby. <laughs> I mean, th- 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 that, That's that, that has no appeal Absolutely to you. Absolutely disgusting. <laughs> First of all, the only time I drink orange juice is if I'm sick. Uh-huh. Okay? Okay. That's the only time that I will drink orange juice. <laughs> or if I'm ordering breakfast from Chick-fil-A and they have Simply Orange. Uh-huh. And I will drink that. Simply Orange. Shout out to Simply Orange. But other than that, no. No? Trash. Uh, now, now, for someone who loves orange juice, because I, I, I love orange juice, I it... it, it I just mm. don't know. I don't know how you can make that work because, you know, the the tongue, the, the taste buds and stuff, you know, it's very particular. Orange juice have a very distinct taste. And I don't know how you can create a cereal that will complement because when you when you think about cereal with whatever cereal you like and milk, milk is the complement. It's the supplement of the cereal. Milk is not a strong tasting substance type of thing, you know? It doesn't have a strong, distinct taste. But orange juice does. So it's like, how are you going to make that work? Um, unless unless we're eating, like, tofu flakes or something? Like, so I, I don't I don't know. So, so for me, Tropicana, I appreciate y'all. I know everybody is doing some very weird stuff, you know, like you got avocado guacamole potato chips and stuff like that so i get that y'all trying new things but nah this is doo-doo baby this is doo-doo baby mean <laughs> avocado guacamole potato chips what are you, you talking know, about you know that? you you know you've seen those potato chips that had like those weird flavors it's like what it's like lays avocado guacamole spice ripped you know it's, mm. it's like nah you leave that shit right on the shelf right on the shelf all right, so look, all right, last one that I'll do, dope or doo-doo. Tennessee passed a bill a couple of weeks ago, actually. Tennessee passed a bill that requires drunk drivers to pay child support if they cause the death of a parent. So if you, if you are drunk driving and you get into an accident and in your drunk driving while you're under the influence, you take the life of a person who is a parent, you are now required to pay child support. So what do you think? Do you think that is a a dope bill to pass or is that doo-doo? Ponder, ponder, ponder. Mm. I I, I don't, I don't know. She's stuck in the middle. She's stuck in the middle. Yeah, I can't get out the block on that one. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll go. I'll go ahead and and, and get it started. For me, <clears throat> I think this is dope. I think this is dope. For I mean, I, on the surface, of course, you understand that. You're like, okay, this is to deter people from drunk driving, right? Or driving under the influence, offering more repercussions and you know more accountability for the damage you may cause for driving under the influence. But for me, I think that has always been a um, 
a factor or variable that wasn't often considered because for me now this, this is going to become anecdotal for me because it's like, all right, I know people who have been a part of it, whether they were the child or the parent where the parent lost their life and they had small children at home or, you know, if they were, you know, growing up, they lost their parent due to a drunk driver. So it's like, I, I can see where this would have, you know, would have offered some sort of assistance, if you will. And even like recompense to where it was like, okay, this person just gets a manslaughter charge and just spends five years in jail. And then, you know, they're off to whatever they're doing in society. I was like, well, I think this will be a bit more justice, if you will. So I, I like, I, I think it's dope. Of course, you know, uh, there's, there's always exceptions and loopholes to every rule and every bill. So I, I can see where, you know, a, a slippery slope um, can be discovered and honestly can be exploited. But for, for the most part, I, I like it. I think this is dope. I think it's dope. Yep. All right. But that's about it. See, that wasn't so hard, was it? I mean, you know. Dope doo doo. I'll, I'll get some some nice fun music. You know, we'll play in the background, and then we'll we'll, we'll keep it going. Dope doo doo. All right. So yeah, um, as long as it's not whatever that is, you just <laughs> did. You didn't like my rendition good. of fun yeah. of fun music. No. no. Oh, gosh. No. All right. No, okay. Sir. Fine. 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 All right. So man. Okay. So. <clears throat> There's two things that I really want to talk about um, that both I find very, honestly, very funny. Uh, and the first is my favorite comedian in the whole wide world, Dave Chappelle. Uh, so I'm sure you have heard somewhere, somewhere you've heard Dave Chappelle was uh, recently attacked by a fan uh, on stage. Um, and yeah, that's what the world is talking about, amongst other things. But yeah, uh, a couple of days ago, the date of this recording is Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo. Dave Chappelle was, was on he stage. Was a fan, though? Huh? I said, was he a fan, though? Well, this, this, this is what we're going to discuss. We're going to see if he was actually a fan. Um, so... Isaiah Lee is the person, 23-year-old man, who bought tickets to the show. So for those who know, uh, Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock were doing a, a collaborative uh, event where they did a few shows together um, for like a Netflix is a joke special that Netflix runs. Um, honestly, these, these things are probably the only thing keeping Netflix afloat right now um, because... If not, you know, I would be amongst those 200,000 people that has already uh, unsubscribed from it. But during this special, during one night of the special, Dave Chappelle was up and he was, you know, he was introducing, you know, people who were involved. He was talking about the DJ and how great the DJ was and going over the DJ's credentials. Forgive me for not um, getting the name and stuff, but I will give that love later once I do uh, a bit more uh, journalistic research. But why he just doing that? And this guy just runs up on stage and tackles him 
Well, well, uh, attempts to tackle him because, you know, he really didn't take Dave Chappelle off his feet. Dave Chappelle stumbled this, that, and the third, but the guy stumbled. But then after he attempted to tackle Dave Chappelle, he took <clears> off <throat> and ran behind the stage. And then he got caught by uh, the security. And then he was um, biblically stomped the fuck out. And, um, yeah. yeah, that nigga looking like a pretzel. Listen, they had that man. Like they pretzel, had huh? that man. I saw his. Mm. Yeah, oh. he, <laughs> he. I was like, look. I don't know if that man was double jointed, but he became double jointed that day. Yes, he did. The way they stumped that man out, and of course, everyone is, is now like identifying the group that stumped this man out. You know, they say Buster Rhymes was a part of the group. They said Jamie Foxx was a part of the group. That was stomping this man out. And just looking at the pictures of Isaiah Lee. Oh, ho, ho. his nose was broken. Definitely. Uh, cuts, bruises, bleeding. And his arm looked like, like, the best way to describe the way he looked. Like it didn't belong to him. It, true. <laughs> but it, it looked like it. And, and this was the best comment I've seen. And I was like, mm-hmm, you win the internet for the day. Uh, Instagram commenter. They said, this is like using Mr. Potato Head for the first time and getting all the parts wrong. And this... (laughs) 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 He looked like a fucked up Mr. Potato Head. All the parts were wrong. Eye was over here. Nose was over there. Arm all over there. Oh, this man... This man was... uh, He was fucked up. But honestly, rightfully so. Because on him, they found a a gun-shaped knife that he had. So uh, he, he had a, a weapon on him when he attacked Dave Chappelle. Um, and yeah, he was aptly stomped out. But so, so they found yeah, that. He's been a, dazed and confused when they wheeled him out. Listen, I'm, I'm sure he was. I'm sure he had no idea where he was. I'm pretty sure he lost his memory for the for 16 hours. So he, he wait a minute, I thought I was in bed. Wait a minute, what's going on right now? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure they they stomped 16 hours out of his life, but yeah, but but he, here's what makes me think if he's a fan or not because you know as they dive into this man's life, Isaiah Lee, you know he has a song up on Spotify. You know we'll give him a shameless plug. He has a song on Spotify titled Dave Chappelle. Now Dave Chappelle's name is spelled wrong in his song title, but hey, it's Dave Chappelle, and um, basically he's he's rapping. So he's like a, a, a local rapper. And then that's when things really pissed me off. That's when I got pissed. Because it's like, you know what? I'm really getting tired of these people <clears throat> who do stupid shit for clout. And then they turn out to be wannabe rappers. And then it makes the, the local independent rappers look stupid. So, yes, I felt personally offended. You know, and it was like it didn't make sense. So they're playing songs and stuff. I'm like, he's he's not even that good. He's not even that good of a rapper. So I would understand why he would do something like buy tickets to a Dave Chappelle, Chris Rock event and rush the stage and attempt to tackle Dave Chappelle. And I'm like, <clears throat> make that make sense. But yeah, so, you know, and they just find all these inf- this information on him. Um, he's he's just, you know, uh, a shame, but they, they found a, a legit knife on him so he's been um charged with felony assault and he's looking like he's definitely going to pay he's definitely going to pay for some things 
and I think is aptly so. So what makes this even funny is as everything is cleared up, you know, Dave Chappelle, he takes the, the, the microphone and this is a whole nother story, but I'll mention it because this is what happened. He took the microphone. He was like, it was a trans man stating the guy that attacked him. And, um, which the guy Isaiah Lee is not a trans man. He's a biological male. Um, and you know, it, j- just when things was dying down with the LGBTQ community, oh, Dave no Chappelle way. riled them up right again. <laughs> and now they are back on his heels. And so expect another, uh, expect another protest, expect another March, expect all that stuff to happen yet again, because Dave Chappelle joked that it was a trans man that attacked him. And, you know, he wasn't a trans man. But he was taking a note out of uh, Juicy Smollier's book, uh, right? Making up, yes, <laughs> yes, ah, yes. He, man. he should juicy. He, he should he should have juicy. He should have took pages out of Juicy's book. <sighs> but this is what happened. But this is what happened after that. Chris mm-hmm. Rock comes on stage as you know the the chaos is being tamed and put under control. Chris Mark, uh, Chris Rock grabs the mic and says. Was that Will Smith? <laughs> oh, and the crowd goes crazy. <laughs> and the crowd goes crazy. And I'm just like, you know what? That's the Chris Rock I like. I mm-hmm. love pettiness. And in the spirit of pettiness, I gave that two thumbs up. I, th- I thought that was, this isn't a dope or doo-doo segment, but that was dope. That was dope, damn it. But uh, but yeah, I just, I, just found, I just saw it was so, so funny. So he said, "Was that Chris Rock?" No, I, I just I can't wait. I can't wait for him to actually address this whole Will and Jada stuff because there's one thing that that they mentioned. He he did say a little bit of a joke because you know the internet is always undefeated. So they say at, at, at one of these shows, Chris Rock was doing his thing and and you know going through his material, funny stuff they said. Really hilarious, but no Will and Oscar uh, stuff until he went to interact <clears throat> with the crowd. So he went to this young lady um, and he was like, so um, what's your name? And the woman uh, said her name was Jada. And Chris said, sit your ass back down. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, real passive aggressive like, real petty like. Mm. But um. Uh, mm-hmm. But that, but that's about it. But everyone's waiting. Everyone's waiting. And like in me, in my full pettiness, in all of my pettiness, I'm ready for it too. And I will hold on to Netflix just a little bit longer, just so I can see it. So, so yeah, Netflix. I need y'all to play this smart because he said I ain't saying shit until y'all pay me, and I'm 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 ready for it. I'm ready for it. So, um, yeah, man, his coin. I mean, you might as well. You might as well. This dude got full simped and he was controlled by a succubus that caused him to go up on stage on the Oscars and slap another man in, in defense of said succubus. And yeah. And Chris Rock uh, is, is the victim and I need him to get all of his coins, all of his monies and let him talk all the shit he needs to talk because, Oh, I just, I just know it's going to be so good. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be great. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. All right. All right, so another bit of pettiness here. Um, Drake is the king of passive aggressiveness. Um, he he just his passive aggressiveness, especially online, is is, is hilarious to me. Um, and 
sometimes I feel like I enjoy pettiness a little too much. And sometimes I have to ask the Lord <clears throat> to examine my heart. But sometimes I'll be like, Lord, am I just being too petty? Is is this, am I doing too much? Am I, I'm taking a bit too much enjoyment in watching the pettiness of others. I'm like, yes, you're right. Cause that's what I would do. I'm like, Lord, is there anything wrong with that? And he'd be like, nah, son, you good. I'm like, thank you, Lord. Um, and so use it by use a damn lie. <laughs> I thought you was gonna let me slide by with that you one. You know, been like... well. <laughs> I don't know who you was talking okay. about, but it won't my Jesus. I was. I was I was nope. talking to Jesus. No. I was <laughs> <laughs> So you were talking to my Jesus. I don't know who Jesus you was talking to. <laughs> but yeah, but but yeah. So all right. So this is what happened. This is real quick. I thought it was my funny. Jesus be um, telling me all about myself. <laughs> and I'd be like, I mean, I love you, but I cuss a little. I mean, I this, love this you, is... but I'm petty as no. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I know. And, and and that Jesus, yeah, he 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 yeah. He doesn't hold back. He'd be like, yes, yeah, son, you 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 on that board right now. But uh so Drake was responding to a particular text, uh, uh a tweet. Um, and it's dealing with sports. So for those who are watching the NBA playoffs, go heat. We're doing real good right now. We up 2-0 on the 76ers. We're getting James Harden all the way up out of here. All right, so he was responding to a tweet. Where you're talking about uh, T. Morant is approaching LeVar Ball levels of annoyance. Basically saying T. Morant, he's the father of Ja Morant, the, the point guard of the myth, on the Memphis Grizzlies. And they're playing the Golden State Warriors right now. Um, just a, a phenomenal athlete. Phenomenal athlete. Um, dope. And his father is, you know, at the games. And he supports his son. Um, and he's the excited, passionate uh, father. Where he's just supporting his son, and and then you know they have him, you know he, you know chats it up with other basketball fathers. So like, Carl Anthony Towns, uh, he you know was chilling with Dale Curry, Steph Curry's father, um, and you know just these things like that. So the tweet itself didn't make any sense because it's like you know he's done nothing but be just a supportive father for his son. You know, no trouble, no scandals, no nothing. Anyway, Drake responds to it, basically saying, you know, when my son becomes of age, and if he does something like this, I'm going to be just like T. Morant and LeVar Ball, just the super excited, passionate father cheering on their son. So one random troll decided to um, troll and talk some shit to him in response to his comment. And he said, you know, your son will probably play with ghost writers, you know, cause you know, insinuating that Drake doesn't write his own songs and blah, 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 blah. And so Drake responds. It's like, you know, I just followed your girl. Cause she's probably miserable and needs some excitement in her life. And which he followed through. So the guy that was talking shit, talking about, you know, your son probably played with ghost writers and blah, 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 blah. He's married. So Drake, Instagram stalked his profile, saw that he was married, found his wife's profile, followed her, followed her, and then DM'd her. <laughs>
and then DM'd her, quote, I'm here for you, ma. And <laughs> not just laughed. I thought that was so funny. <laughs> so Drake said, I got time uh, today, sir. He said, I got times today. And oh man, my size. I cried. I cried because that that sent me. That sent me. I was Drake is petty as hell, boy. Petty. Petty. And I, I I loved it. I loved every minute of it. I I did. I did, because I promised that would be something I would do. And just forget about it in five minutes. But it was just the fact that, you know, for one, I can understand, you know, you want to talk trash talk these celebrities and these figures and blah, 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 blah. You want to troll. I get it. But I think there's a line. Stop messing with these people's kids. <clears throat> yeah. Stop talking about and keeping the these, these people's kids' names. Yeah, like, leave these children out of this. So, you know... The, the comment, I felt it, it needed. You needed to be taught a lesson. You, you wanted your 15 minutes of fame. Here's your 15 minutes right here. 15 minutes right. And, you know, you want to talk about my son. Like, you, you could have you said that in a way to where it was a shot at him. You know, which, of course, passively it was, but you involved my son. So, okay. I got time today. But, yeah, that, that was just funny to me. That was funny to me. Um... Let's see. There's something else that I want to talk about, but I think I'm going to skip it because, you know, is 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 dealing with Dwayne Wade again. You know, he oh, he was Lord. just <laughs> he was moving on, right he, along. He, he, he was it's moving right I along. I know. Oh my God, he was he was on this little uh, interview podcast thing, and he was just talking about you know. Um, how he used to wear heels and dresses and stuff when he was a kid. And, you know, when, when his daughter was doing that and told them, you know, blah, 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 blah. He was like, all right, so I just have to do this for support. I got to show that I support them and la, 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 la. And yes. All right. So I'm, I'm, I'm just going to skip on over that and I will leave that take for my Dante Credo channel. So, you know, I'm, I will get canceled. And yeah, I will get canceled. So, <laughs> so, oh Turning man. Turning my mic okay. back on now. Okay. I, okay. So, <laughs> so I have a question. Mm -hmm. I have a question. So, so Mother's Day is around the corner. Mm -hmm. So here's a, here's a scenario because you know me, I have these arguments and debates at work. So my coworker comes up and she says, hey, I'm like, what's up? She says, if you're in a relationship with a girl and she has children, but they aren't yours, do you think you should get her a Mother's Day gift? I said, no. <laughs> she said, no. She said, but, but that's your girl. You in a relationship with her. I was like, yeah. I was like, um, you know, when it's hypothetical, you know, then the Mother's Day gifts and recognition should come from the father of those kids. No. And I was like, OK, well, let's let's just see. You know, I'm like, you're in a relationship, right? She says, yes. I said, the the person that you are currently dating, he has children. Correct. Yes. Father's Day is next month. 
do you get him a Father's Day gift? She said, hell no. I said, well, why do you expect me to get this girl a Mother's Day gift, even though she is the mother of children that isn't mine? You're like, well, it's because she's a mother, period. I mean, it, it doesn't mean that she's the mother of your kids, but she's still a mother. So you should still acknowledge her for being a mother. I was like, well, he is still a father. You know, he may not be, you know, the father of your kids. If you have any, they may not be your children. You may not have popped them out, but he's still a father nonetheless. So shouldn't you acknowledge him the same? No, it's not the same. Well, what is it? Why is it not the same? So why is it not the same? So I just want to ask you for anyone, if you're in a relationship with someone who has children that are not yours, should you acknowledge them for their day? Should they be, should you acknowledge them or get a gift or do anything for them for mother's slash father's day? What do you think? I get them a car. Uh, okay. But that's about <laughs> as far as it's going to go. Uh, you ain't my okay. daddy. Uh, <laughs> you ain't my daddy. And if you ain't, <laughs> and if you ain't really doing for your kids, I ain't acknowledging you at all. Uh, First of uh-huh. all, I wouldn't be with you if you if I find out you ain't right. doing for your mm-hmm. kids. Then it's gonna be like, uh-huh. we got a problem. No. Uh huh. So, but yep. I'm just saying, you ain't my daddy. Yeah. I might say Happy Father's Day. Might get might give him a card, you know. Uh huh. But that's about it. And I, I wouldn't this... expect for him to get me a Mother's Day gift. You know what uh-huh. I mean? I might yep. expect him to say it, Happy Mother's Day. But yeah, other than that. We ain't married. I am. Yeah, I can see if we married with you. Yes. If you're married, then yeah. Show some appreciation. Yes, that's, that's you know, just be go. like, you know, at least the card, maybe some flowers. Uh-huh. But you know, I'm not I'm not big on gifts anyway. Like, you don't have to give me nothing. I'm cool. Uh-huh. If you say happy Mother's Day, happy birthday, you know what I mean? I'm good. Especially if you've been treating me, you treat me right every day. Right. So I am really big, big on all that extra stuff, especially if you're doing what you're supposed to do every day. That's where I am. I'm on that. And, you know, I'm, I'm trying to do a little bit as far as the gifts and things, because I understand that different people have different love languages. Like for me, I'm not a gift person because honestly it's like whatever, if there's something that I want, get it myself. 9.8 times out of 10, I'm going to get it myself, Mm -hmm. you know? And that's just how I've always been. So even now when she's like, well, what do you want for your birthday? What do you want for Christmas? And I was like, I, there is nothing that I reasonably want, you know? Yeah. I may have my, you know, Oh, I want, this car, I want to do this extravagant thing or that extravagant thing, but I was like, but it's not something that like I actually need to do, you know, but you know, it's just, 
I would go, I, I, and I said this, you know, well, I will give you the acknowledgement. I will acknowledge you. Happy Mother's Day. I may get you a card. I'm most likely knowing me, I wouldn't even do that because that requires me going to the store and I gotta look for this card and this. And this. I'm a cash app you, which I know that's what you want anyway. Like you, you just want money. All right, so cash app you. Know, happy Mother's Day. And you know we may go out to eat, but that that's like it, it's just I don't see what that is my place unless. You know, the level of relationship is is on a different level. So say if you are my wife, then I believe, yes, that responsibility is now mine. You know, even if we never have kids together, you still are a mother. So it's now my responsibility to acknowledge you because now you're my wife. Um, and I think vice versa. Um, but, you know, talking with I'm like, so what would you do? She's like, well, you know, I may go out to eat. You know, I may take him out to eat. And I was like, hold a minute. What, wait, wait. You ain't taking him out to eat. You're going to take him to the place where you want to eat. And you just want him to pay for the meal that you think you're taking him out to. See, I, see, I be listening. I be listening to these city girls and how y'all be trying to finesse people. She was like, shut up. And I was like, that's because, you know, I discerned you so. In the words of Jamie Foxx, you remember Jamie Foxx used to do that? <laughs> you remember he used to do that? <laughs> Stop the presses. I'm on to you. But yeah, yeah. So I thought that was really interesting that uh, with that dynamic, especially now, you know, Mother's Day is around the corner. Today, I dealt with so many uh, customers coming in, trying to mail these packages, Um you know, try, you know, I need it there before Saturday. I need it there by Saturday. I need it there, you know, hey, Mother's Day, Mother's Day, Mother's Day, Mother's Day. And I'm like, hey, bro, if, if it gets there, it gets there, you know. Now, you, we can we can send your package off to make it there, to get there before Saturday. But it's going to cost you. Well, how much is going to cost you? It's going to cost you at least $30. Mm-hmm. $30, yes, at least. that The starting point is $30. How much do you love your mother? <laughs> so, so that's so that's just that that just that I thought that was really funny oh, that's really many, funny I mean, alright because too many people be trying to get wife and husband privileges before uh-huh. they are a wife or a husband talk about it uh huh this is true this yeah. is true because well, well the, he, here's the counter argument to that. So I play devil's advocate a little bit because they say, well, oh, we you know, go. well, how do I know that you will qualify to be a wife? Well, how do I know you're qualified to be a husband if if I don't expect those privileges or or behavior from you? You know, if you can't show me you a wife, how do I know? Because you know, is it's it's the same argument with sex. It's like, well, you know, I got to test drive it. I got to see what the ride is like. I got to I got to see what it is. Before I commit to it. So, so what would you say to that? <sighs> I mean, I understand that you want to test drive it. Uh-huh. I, I, I get it. I do. Uh-huh. I mean, because I don't know what you're working with either. 
This you is true. You know what I mean? I don't know if you know what to do with it or whether you know uh-huh. your way around the vagina. I don't know that. Uh-huh. Why'd you do your hair like that? <laughs> You know your way around that thing. That's all. Just know your way around that thing. <laughs> oh, God. I'm done. I'm turning my mic off. No, don't. Turn don't, my don't, mic don't, off. Don't <laughs> Come back, KT. Come back. Lord, have mercy. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. That's it. Next topic. Mm. Oh, man. I love you, sis. Mm. I love you so much. I do. I do. All right. It's like, so you, here, here you is the test. I mean, you done test drove a whole lot of them, and what's that gotten you? Except a quick nut. Uh huh. Yep. So, so, I mean, you know. Because my thing is maybe you're and not that just good because of a you are great at sex don't mean you're gonna be a great wife. This is true, exactly. Because you know, uh, whatever you you may have the best little pussy ever, but your your communication is trash. What's going to happen? You know. Your your ability you to be considerate, to be nurturing, to be kind, to be supportive, and you may have a girl. Uh, you may have new dick uh-huh. but <laughs> can you do much else? Can well, I count I on you is, to be uh-huh. there for me when I need you uh-huh. for anything other than? Are, are you able to to listen? Are you able to pay attention? Are, are, are you able to motivate? Are you able to communicate? Mm-hmm. Are you organized? Are you responsible? Do do are you understand do and you are have able to hold yourself accountable? Maturity. Yes. Are you emotionally mature to where you can be in a position where you can lead? Because y'all quick to throw out that submissive foolishness, but then don't know how to lead, can't lead nobody to nothing. Well, it's just that the thing there is just we we throw around all these words and we don't even know the meaning of the words that we use. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it is, you know, this ain't even to get political, but that's like the the leftist thing, you know, like what we talked about the last pod is you just want to say something and make something fit your reality Mm -hmm. of the thing. So the, the the man is like, submit, 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 submit. So the woman is like, you know, submit, you know, and they think they look at submit this way. And we talked about this many pods ago. It was like, honestly, you are to submit to Each one another. Other. That's mm-hmm. how the relationship is supposed to work. You submit to one another and you serve one another. Like, I know those S words just turn y'all all the way off. I know it does. It scares y'all. Y'all probably turned the podcast off already, but that's fine. But submission, servitude, you know, so you, you quick to throw out protect and serve when it comes to the cops. Uh Uh-huh. Thank you for your service when it comes to veterans. 
Uh-huh. So what what do they what do they do? What does that S word mean? That serve mean? So they, they are sacrificing. Oh, oh, that's another S another word. Another S oh. word, yes. Mm-hmm. Serving often involves sacrifice. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. So mm-hmm. in the case of veterans, when you say thank you for your service because they have sacrificed to make sure that we're safe, right? Uh-huh. So that the greater goal was, was achieved. Thank you right. for sacrificing your convenience, your safety, your well-being your peace. to make sure that the well-being of us all your mental health will, will have peace. Yep. Mm-hmm. So why is it so out of the way to to serve your family? To serve your partner. That don't that don't make sense to me. Because we we don't have an idea or a sense of those S words. Submission, servitude, sacrifice. That you know. Sometimes, yes, I may have to be inconvenienced to make sure that my family is good. No, I don't feel like listening to whatever it is you have to say, but I will sit up and listen because I know it's important to you mm-hmm. and vice versa. You know, there, there are things that I know you may not want to do, but for the betterment of the household and for the things that you are trying to build with your partner. But also, you know, you're also dealing with People, I think, you know, I, I think this concept is understood and received better for those who play to any type of team sport, because that like those type of intangibles are taught that, you know, for the greater good, you know, for you basketball players. No, I can't take every shot. But hey, if I can set up someone else to score, we all win, you know, that that type of thing, you know, but. But yeah, yeah, we, we can get deeper into that. On another episode, because I I, I know I I know y'all just ain't ready for that, ain't ready for that. But because um, a lot of y'all are another really... S word, selfish. Mm. <laughs> Talk about it. Talk about it. See, see, that's why we didn't want KT to go nowhere because you know she be dropping bombs like that, dropping bombs like that, bars, bars. See, th- th- this is why she she is she rubbed elbows with the mayor of. Um, Kumasi Ghana. Who's who's that? See, uh, Amasi Ghana. See, that's why she rubbed elbows with people like that. They say, "Come sing for us. Sing with your angelic voice," and she goes and sings. I mean, because she just got it like that. See, that's why she's here. I sang with the choir. I was not alone. (laughs) But she she wasn't alone. But you know, it's just like it's like sister acting. You know, in the choir. Or a chorus, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. you blend with everybody else so that the overall sound is pleasing. Oh, 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 girl! So she, you sacrifice today being heard on your own. You know, making your voice stick out for the betterment of the group. 
of the group. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, I'm I'm turned off my mic now. I'm done. No, no, no. See, see, if if we didn't value our products, I'm like, that's a mic drop right now. Like, drop that microphone right now. G in a bag, but absolutely right. But all right, we're going to quickly touch this and then we're going to get up out of here because this is what really has everyone all up in their feelings, regardless of what side of the table you feel about this. Um, I think it's I think it's a week ago now. I think it's been a week. Um, There was some leaked documentation from the Supreme Court where they will or planning to possibly overturn the ruling of Roe v. Wade. And for those who don't know what Roe v. Wade is, that is the the legalization of abortion. And there's, there was a draft that was leaked to the public that the Supreme Court may move to overturn this decision. Now, a little history. Roe v. Wade, for those who just been living under a rock and just like, well, Roe v. Wade, who was that? Dwayne Wade's sister? No. Um, it was... <laughs> no. 19, 1973, I forgot exactly when it happened. Um, there was just a ruling that, that gave the, the federal legalization of abortion, gave women, gave women the right to choose, right? Um, it has been a polarizing thing ever since, even though, and this is just a tidbit that I thought was very interesting, even though Roe, who was the, the lady involved, and her story was that she was gang raped um, and you know, needed uh, needed or wanted to have an abortion, and this is why. And her story was a huge catalyst into getting this passed. Comes out years later, where she admittedly sat on TV and said, "Yeah, I made all that up. I lied." <laughs> and uh, yes, yes, she she lied. Her story that basically pushed the passing of Roe v. Wade was a lie. Uh, yeah. Line. Yeah, mm. I, I it is. I I would have had the the video, but I couldn't I couldn't get the video f- like to download without you know different type of authorizations and stuff like that. But it's on social media, so y'all look it up. Um, but either way, you know, and it's it's been making the circulations, and people's like, well, well, I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself. So of course, this has caused a mass hysteria especially on the political uh, spectrum there. And there's just a, a little bit of an article that I will read. And and then we'll just kind of touch up on it, you know, a little bit. And then, you know, it's it's far from over. So th- this is going to be like, you know, part one, two, blah, 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 blah. And then we'll just see. All right. So the Supreme Court on Tuesday confirmed that a leaked draft ruling to overturn the landmark Roe v. Wade decision was authentic, but not final even as a disclosure triggered political upheaval with potentially broad electoral and legal consequences. And of course, there's been protesters, there's been gathering all over the place, uh, protesting this. Democrats led by President Joe Biden vowed to make abortion rights a defining issue of the fall midterm elections. Now, let me just stop right there. Because as of now, without this issue, Democrats was looking to get their ass whooped in the fall in, in the midterms because their main base, as far as Democrats, black people, we haven't really we've voiced our displeasure with the Democratic Party and all the failed promises that they have made and have failed to to keep 
And I just can't help but wonder if this issue is similar to the BLM social justice issues of 2020. But I'll read on. That's just me. President Joe Biden vowed to make abortion rights a defining issue of the fall midterm elections. Republicans accused liberals of orchestrating the leak to intimidate the court while they offered and started an investigation. If this decision holds, it's quite a radical decision, Biden told reporters. A Democratic, another Democratic leader called it an abomination. Uh, Speaker Nancy Pelosi accused the court of brazenly ignoring 50 years of its own president's but the House Republican leaders issued a joint statement calling it potentially a decision that protects our most basic and precious right, the right to life, which that statement is very hypocritical, but we'll talk about that a little later. Um, and so that is basically that. And there's people that are, you know, planting uh, their, their flag on one side or the other. And this isn't so much of saying, hey, are you for it or are you against it? Because I would say for me, I'm on both sides. Mm-hmm. Honestly. Me too. Um, I, I definitely believe for us, for me personally, I don't see how you can be pro black and not be pro life. Um, especially just the history, especially considering the history of abortion mm-hmm. and the, the abortion clinic that was created that was literally created to be a eugenics program to quell minority populations. Um, like it was literally, I'm going to say it again, literally created to quell the populations of black people. Yeah, I, 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 won't even just, I won't even be politically correct. Yes. That's the history of Planned Parenthood <laughs> to where they wanted to quell the population growth of black people to preserve the dominance of white people. That is the truth. There's no, no, I think no conspiracy theory. That is the truth. And so like for that, so like, no, there's, there's just no way that I will um, stand on the side of pro abortion or pro choice or whatever the case may be. Um, just for that piece of history alone, regardless of what it may have morphed into I'm pro life. But at the same time, I am not so much, to the point to where I am going to rule and impose over a woman's body. So, you know, I understand both sides. I am pro-life, but I can't stand with conservatives and Republicans because like y'all are hypocrites. Y'all worry about the, y'all, y'all care about the lives of these they, babies they until they're born. The and when they're born, you don't give a fuck about these babies. About the babies. It's not even about the babies. Exactly. About the babies. It's, it's not, not about even about the babies. That. Not at all. So, yep. And and so th- that that's just the hypocrisy there. So that's why I'm not trying to present this as a where do you plant your flag type thing because it, it's all smoke and mirrors and hypocrisies on both sides anyway. Yep. Um, and just for me, you know, me and my pro-black self, you know, I do see, once again, where I, I don't think we have a stake anywhere on this issue, honestly. Um, but that's just me. So, and, and here is, here is a stark example. I'm going to read a tweet by, um, honestly, she really doesn't matter who she is. Um, but I will explain what she is. So her name is Amanda Duarte. 
Now, she is a renowned feminist, right? She comes up on Twitter and she says, I do wonder how these white supremacist lawmakers would feel if their little white daughters were raped and impregnated by black men. Just let that marinate for a little bit. So, yes, Amanda Duarte is strong, proud feminist. Of course, she's white. Got her blue check and everything. She says, I wonder how these white supremacist lawmakers would feel if their little white daughters were raped and impregnated by black men. I'm like, so you stand on your pro-choice decision by being racist? Huh. Now, that's not really surprising coming from this modern feminist group because, you know, we all know, even dating back to the likes of Sojourner Truth and the famous speech, Ain't I a Woman, you know? That was y'all wanted the black woman on your side basically to swell your numbers, but you didn't care about black women's rights. This was all about the white woman versus the white man. And so here we go again in 2022. So I just like, you know, so this is on both sides. So where, where stand you? What say you black person? You know, that's all. That's all. I ain't going to get too, they ain't going to get too deep into it, but I just find this very, very, very stark. So I will ask just, what do you think will happen either way? Like, do, do you see, like, what type of outcomes do you think will come from whether they overturn it or whether they, I guess, keep it as is? Because just the conversation itself is extremely polarizing. Is there any um, outcome that you see could happen, say, if this was overturned? What do you think? I think them overturning it uh, opens the door for them to overturn other things. Yes. To go back yep. on other decisions that were made to for the betterment of black people in general, I think. Uh-huh. I am on that particular ledge there because it's like, I'm not so much looking at this. I'm looking at what comes mm -hmm. after it. Like this opens the door to what exactly what's really going to happen afterwards you know and I I just I just sit and I wonder you know and I, I just, just kind of sit back you know and I just watch I, I watch the political tennis ball as it just hits back and forth back and forth back and forth this move that move this person that person this 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 and the third huh so this will definitely be something that I will be watching and I will continue to mention as updates and stuff are given. But um, yeah, I, th this is, this is a very interesting thing. You know, a lot of people are, are, are given their nearsighted because you know, the memes and stuff are coming. So they're like, Oh, that just means child support stuff is about to go through the roof. You know, everybody going to be on child support and blah, 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 blah. Um, you know, but one chick, and I was just like, I don't know if this will be funny or what, but it kind of creeped me out. She was like, oh, that means uh, suicide rates are going to be up because one of us going to have to go. And I'm like, wow. wow. Okay. And this was a black chick that said that. So I was like, wow. Maybe she was trying to be funny, Savage. but it was like, that did not come off his humor, man. Yeah. 
So I was just yeah, like, that's, that's, wow. That's savage, okay. my love. That is not funny in the least. Yeah. So, so we will stick a pin in that. And, and you know, and we would, we would just keep you guys updated. Um, and we'll just kind of let you guys know, uh, you know, how things uh, pan out and this, that, and the third. And, uh, and and before we close out, I do want to give a, a shout out and rest in peace to my grandmother, uh, Bessie Hartgrove. She passed away last week. Um, she was 95 years old, lived, lived a full, a full life. So, you know, dealt with, was dealing with that, then went to the funeral um and it, it all kind of happened fast it happened really fast it, it was like thursday it was supposed to be pod night and i had you know canceled you know the pod night because i was doing some research and trying to you know do uh get into some classes and some zoom meetings and stuff which one was like in incredibly wild and i'll just um but yeah but with that Thursday night, got the call. You know, now she's been sick for a while, but it's like she went on and passed on Thursday. Then we had the funeral on Sunday. Very nice. It was good to see all the family. But yeah, rest in peace to Bessie Hartgrove. To uh, my grandma, you know, rest rest in power, queen. Um, But yeah, and re- real real quick. Also, I feel like a pastor. And, and real quick before I close, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to close. <laughs> you know, I didn't do that. Uh, so, you know, again, I've been, you know, trying to do some research, reading, you know, getting in classes and stuff like that. So I came across this podcasting program, um, you know, just giving some tips and this, that, and the third, what to look for, listen for, things about timing. So, you know, I, I am going to really work hard to try to keep things concise. You know, I want to keep it under an hour, like just from start to finish, you know, preferably I want to I want to stay within that 40 to 50 minute window. And, I, and I'm, I'm going to work on it. I'm going to work on that. You know, try to be a bit be a bit more concise. But we like to be silly. So, you know, you know, it's just, I'll give a little cushion there. But doing that, so there was this particular program was like, you know, we would you know, basically be uh, your manager. We would do this for you, do this for you, the, the promotion, the marketing, blah, 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 blah. Get your placement, this, that, and third. Like, okay, well, you know, I know things that are normally too good to be true are normally too good to be true. So I'm like, so, um... So I know there's a buy-in to this. So what what is the buy-in? This man sat here straight faced and said sixty thousand dollars. What? I said, I I said, like I, I just I just closed my screen. <laughs> I just closed <laughs> I I just closed the screen. I, I was like, you know, he could still hear me. You know, I didn't turn my microphone off, but I was like, yeah, no, I don't have just sixty thousand dollars to give you. Uh, but then once I said that, the conversation and stuff was over. He was like, okay, well, you know, uh, I'm going to send you an email by the end of the day, which of course he didn't, you know, but that was just his way of getting out, out the conversation. Uh, I was just like, wow. Just wow. So, but that was that. Um, <laughs> good God. I'm like, I'm thinking I'm buying like a luxury car. Like what, what, what cars are like $60,000? But I don't even want to look at it. But I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. I, I will keep grinding it and getting out the mud. I, I will keep getting it out the mud. But anyway, guys, look, man, that that's that's just it. Thank you guys for, for tuning in. Be sure to please 
you know, wherever you're listening to us, Spotify, please subscribe and follow us. If you're on Apple, please follow us. Also give us a five-star rating that helps us out a lot. If you're watching on YouTube, please like, comment, subscribe, and share wherever you are, however you're listening to it. Facebook, uh, which, you know, I was getting into the Facebook game of, of sharing the podcast on Facebook, but Facebook just put out an email like yesterday, like, yeah, we're going to stop doing podcasts or and facilitating podcasts on Facebook. I'm like, well, all right. Um, but however you're listening to us, please share, Facebook interact, sucks. engage with us. You know, it really helps us out. Facebook going down. You know, yeah. It, it, and honestly, that's just kind of my thing. I was like, well, um, I was just dealing with people who was like, yeah, I've been making it work on Facebook. And then Facebook comes out with this. And I'm like, well, well, I guess there's no need for me to keep Facebook. So let me get Facebook out of here. Um, but yeah, that's it. But y'all, we appreciate y'all uh, on behalf of the Talk My Credo podcast. I'm your boy, Dante. My sis, KT, was in her bag. She was dropping them dimes, them S's. Servitude, sacrifice, submission. Stop being selfish. <laughs> and all that stuff, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see y'all. Y'all, y'all, thank y'all again for checking us out. Stay fly, stay blessed, and until the next time, peace out. <laughs> 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 <laughs>